Thank you for listening to the official podcast of Live Church Orlando, where we encourage you to live your life His way. For more information about Live Church and other resources, please visit livechurchorlando.com. As we go all year. Ten men that were lepers said, have mercy on us. He said, go show yourselves to the priest. As they went, they were healed. Stop expecting everything where you are. As you progress, you progress. As you go, he'll make you whole. He'll heal you. As you go, he'll perfect those things that concern you, but you got to keep going. Tell your neighbor, you got to keep going. Pain can't stop you in this season. Disappointment can't stop you. People hating on you and talking about you. All the petty stuff cannot. Tell your neighbor, I cannot afford to stop going. As we go. Specifically, this month we're talking about counterculture in my 17 minutes. There are a lot of cultural things we embrace that's not kingdom culture, but it's American culture or world culture, systems, thought patterns. Culture is ways, patterns, behaviors, thought processes. That's culture. The world uses music heavily and TV and entertainment and visuals to uh, establish culture or ways or thought processes. So if somebody offends you, this is how you should handle it. Hip-hop is attempting to teach you that. Real Housewives of whatever state they're in is trying to teach you <laughs> how to handle betrayal and stuff like that. So culture is established through media a lot. Before that, it was established through, you know, little villages where they didn't have internet and stuff like that. Now it's not your immediate surroundings that really dictate your behavior. It's what you expose yourself to. But these are not, this is not just entertainment. These are secret teachings and doctrines and ways of thought. It's not just entertainment and fun, but the underlying agenda is to teach you a way of living when the Bible has already established how we should live. Are y'all hearing me? So we want to, I don't want to take too much time. Uh, but we talked a little bit about counterculture, about church culture and all that stuff. But again, culture just means ways. Somebody say ways matter. Ways matter. Specifically today, I want to talk about uh, when I was growing up, and, you know, I would come in from school and or I would come in from church or whatever it was. No, I would come in from school and I would be ready to go outside. Like, hey, mom, can I go out and hang out with such and such? Like, yeah, take off your play clothes. I mean, take off your school clothes and put on some play clothes. I, I, I didn't know what the difference was. My play clothes was what I wore to school yesterday. <laughs> that was my play clothes. <laughs> play clothes. It's, okay. I'll, if they left the house to go to the grocery store, it was called shopping bag back in the day. Y'all don't know nothing about shopping bag. Shop right. Y'all don't know nothing about that. Pathmark. Y'all don't know nothing about Pathmark. <laughs> Finally, we're going to the store. We'll be back in a minute. We're going to lock this door. You better stay in the house. I want to talk from the subject today, stay in the house. 
For 14 minutes. Look at your neighbor and say, stay in the house. One more time, say, stay in the house. Culture is a system of ways. Culture is a system of behavior. Culture is thought processes. And there are so many things that stimulate the flesh that we think it's right behavior because it agrees with where we are now. But the Bible says that a person may think, the first scripture, Proverbs 21, 2, a person may think their own ways are right. But the Lord weighs the heart. Everybody thinks what they do is right because it pleases themselves. But you're not even, you're, you, we're, not even the, we're not even the judge of our own actions. We're not the judge of, well, I was just trying to do right. God weighs the hearts. He knows your real intent. He knows whether you help somebody out of fear or out of generosity. So many people I was kind to because I feared them not liking me. Not out of generosity. So God weighs the heart, even though you think you're right. And the challenge of today's society and anybody, church and street, is we think we're right. Let go of your right to be right. Only God is right. I know I'm coming against you, you know, your good selves and you. No, you're, Jesus said, why, call, why are you calling me good? There's only one good. So your ways could be right in your own eyes, but God weighs the heart. Only he knows what's really right or what's really good. God is holy. Somebody say holy. holy. Come on, say it again. He's holy. holy. We talked about this before. Counterculture. Being counterculture means being separated or living holy. God says, be ye holy, for I, the Lord God, am holy or separated or other. He is other. He is holy. He's in a class of his own. There's no nobody like him. No, there's nobody like him. That whole time, what you were singing was, he's holy. Y'all missed it. Holy means there's nobody like him. Somebody scream, he's holy. holy. Nobody like him. But he's so holy that, and we're so not holy, that we need a buffer between he and us. In order, see, in order for us to continue to be in relationship with God, we need a veil. He's so holy that his presence will diminish us. His presence will disintegrate us. I just went and saw the Dark Phoenix this weekend. Sorry, it's it a movie that came out. Okay, thank you for the one clap. I and two over here. I appreciate you guys. Movie bus up top. God bless you. And her presence alone. She didn't, she, didn't, she didn't do anything. She just walked and it was disintegrating elements that were not like her. When God's presence, see, that's why the Bible says no man can see God and live. It's not that he hates you. It's just that he's so holy that we can't take even his presence. The seraphims that circle the throne singing holy, holy, holy. Is the Lord God Almighty, which was and is and is to come, even they cover their faces. They can't take it. 
So with two wings, they fly. Two wings, they cover their feet. And two wings, they cover their angels, seraphims, and cherubims can't take his glory. He will destroy angels with his raw presence. I'm going to let that sink in for two more seconds while I think of my next point. Moses went to the mountain to talk to God, saw him face to face. He came down and the people couldn't take Moses' face. This is how holy God is that when he shines on a human, people can't even take Moses. He had to wear a veil. Moses had to cover his face to interact with his family. Because he was in the presence of a holy God. So Jesus makes fellowship with the holy God possible. Without Jesus as the buffer, we have no access to God. That's why when Jesus died, the veil was ripped. Because Jesus now became the veil and not a physical veil itself. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying? That's why no man comes to the Father but by me. I am the way. Jesus is the culture. Jesus is the kingdom culture. Wow. So if somebody's ways lines up with Jesus, then I'm in. If you hear other philosophies or other ways, if it lines up with that book, with the word, somebody say, then I'm in. Say it again. Say, I'm in. <laughs> All right. What is going on? Be holy. I didn't, wasn't ready for that scripture, but thank you. Be holy, my people, because I, the Lord, am holy. I'm the Lord your God. Remember, watch this, and obey my laws. Remember and obey my laws. I am the Lord, and I have made you holy. Mm-hmm. I have made you holy. Nobody can determine if you're holy or not but God. So I'm trying to give you good news right now. He's making you holy. He's making you holy. Yeah, you can clap over there. That's good news. Look at your neighbor and say, he made me holy. So remember all my laws and rules or the word of God or Jesus. Jesus is the word and the word became flesh and dwelt among us and obey them. I'm leading you to your own land. If you obey my laws and rules, the land will not throw you out. I'm forcing the people who live there now out because they did all the sins that I've hate and I've hated them. Don't live the way those people live. He's saying even the place I'm bringing you into is holy. The land I'm bringing you into, the promise I'm bringing you into is holy. Keep my laws and keep my ways so the land won't spit you out. Some of us are not ready. You ever get a promotion and you can't keep the job? You ever get elevated and can't stay on that level? That land is kicking you out. New land comes with new ways. I know it's quiet. New territory comes with new systems. New levels come with new thought processes. And if you go to the next level with the same thoughts, that level will kick you out. Look at your neighbor and say, don't let the level kick you out. <laughs> Jesus is the word. The word is the way. And I need Jesus. I heard my friend say this and I loved it. I need Jesus even to contradict me. 
Because if I'm not contradicted, I can't change. It's quiet for some reason. I know y'all ran around, y'all tired. Y'all need a water break? Bring waters in hospitality for everybody in here so they can wake up for two more minutes. I need contradiction to my ways so I can change. How can I change if I'm not challenged? How can I change if my thoughts are not contradictory? We want God's thoughts to be our thoughts. But I got news for you this afternoon in my final five minutes. His ways are not our ways. His thoughts are not our thoughts. And that contradiction leads to change. I'm glad Christ contradicts me. So the word, she was saying it today. Don't take the word lightly. I'm skimming through all this because we done, we done shouting, we done got, I'm, I'm skimming through, but I'm just giving you thoughts. The word, watch what he said about his word really quick. We got some reading to do today. Let's do it. Next scripture says this. Check it out. These words I speak to you are not incidental additions to your life. Uh-oh. Did y'all hear that? The words that I speak, they're not like incidental additions to your life. No, 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 no. They're not like homeowner improvements to your standard of living. It's quiet to my left, but thank you all for praising to the right. Yeah, yeah, they, 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 it's, it's not. They are fun, foundational words. Words to build your life on. If you work these words into your life, you are like a smart carpenter who builds his house on a solid rock. The rain poured down, the river flooded, a tornado hit it, but nothing moved that house. I hear the word and that becomes the foundation. I build my relationships on the word. I build my business on the word. I build my thoughts on the word. We're, we're building our relationships and thoughts on culture. So when the wind hits you, you don't stand. Yeah, and nothing moved that house. The reason why you're so broken down after every relationship, because you built it on, uh-oh, your need and not his word. You built it on your desire and not his word. So now you don't even want to come to church because you broke up with somebody. Because you built that relationship on the wrong. Good God Almighty. Ask your neighbor. I know I'm yelling. I'm just hyped. But ask your neighbor, what you building on? It was fixed to the rock. But if you just use my words in Bible studies and don't really work them into your life. You're like a stupid carpenter who built his house on a sandy beach. So when the storm rolled in and the waves came, it collapsed like a house of cards. Notice this. The storm came to both houses. So just because you build it, on the word, don't mean the storms won't come. But it does mean you won't be affected. Y'all not hearing me. You'll be like the Hebrew boys. While everybody else was consumed in the fire, you're chilling in the fire. Tell your neighbor, I'm chilling in the fire. What are you building on? 
What are you building your thoughts on? Hold on, he'll give, he'll give perfect peace whose mind is dead. What, what are you building your thoughts on? Disappointments? So now you develop a character so you won't be disappointed anymore. So your focus is disappointments. You're building your personality on disappointments and not his wisdom. Let me go. I'm bored y'all already. Be holy, for he's holy, he's other, he's different. Tell somebody, I'm different. <laughs> they kept rapping, yes, I'm different. Be quiet. <laughs> I'm taking five more minutes just because y'all did that. I'm going to bring that filth in this church. <laughs> I'm different. And if you're different, that means things go differently for you. I'm about to say something to y'all. If you're different, then things go differently for you. Mm. Somebody say, I'm different. Therefore, things go differently for me. Samson, come here, Samson. Your mother was childless. An angel told her, don't drink and don't cut his hair, for he shall be a Nazarite dedicated to God from birth. So Samson was different. He walking around the only one with hair. Everybody got shape-ups. Everybody got cool parts in their hair. He like, Ma, Ma, imagine a 12-year-old. When I'm going to get a cut? Everybody at school bragging about this. It's school pictures today. I'm different, Ma. Everybody, I'm, di I'm the only one out here with hair. But later on in life, I feel like running in this church. When he was attacked by a thousand men, he was so different. He was so anointed that he grabbed the jawbone of an ass and he destroyed a thousand men. Well, never mind. No, stop that. I ain't trying to get that height. There's a difference when you're different. Never mind. That's not. Y'all didn't like Samson. Let me go to another one. They didn't, they didn't really like that one. Daniel. Daniel could interpret dreams, and he prayed daily, even when the culture ruled it out. The king said, no prayers for this whole month. Daniel said, I can't do that, king. I got to stay faithful to the one who's been faithful to me. I got to be faithful to the God who's always been. I got to keep praying. Even if the president shuts prayer down out of school, I'll pray him at home. I'll pray in the bathroom. I'll pray in the gym. He was different. While everybody wasn't praying, Daniel was praying. <laughs> I'll take my time with this, but I got to hurry up. He was so different and holy. That's what I'm saying different, but he lived holy. He was separate. He was separate than anybody else in the culture. The whole kingdom shut down prayer, but he didn't. He remained other. He remained different. He remained faithful to the point where when they threw him in a den of lions, they suddenly lost their appetite. I need you. Oh, never mind. Y'all didn't like Daniel either. Let me go to another one. They didn't like Daniel. When you're different, things go differently for you. Threw him in a den of lions who they starved on purpose. They starved these lions for punishment's sake. He threw them in the den. And they just... 
they was kissing them instead of biting them. What should bite you is about to kiss you because you lived a whole, y'all quiet in here. What should hurt you is about to help you because you're holy. And I know I'm right because right after that, the king said, Daniel, did your God save you? He said, oh, king, live forever. And they, whoa, I got to calm down. The people that threw Daniel in, that accused Daniel, they got all their men, their families, their wives and their kids, and they threw them in the same den. The Bible says, I'm sorry. Tell your neighbor, tell your neighbor, the Bible said, the Bible said that before their bodies hit the ground, the lions tore them apart because things go differently for the holy, for the set apart, for the consecrated. Say Say I gotta go. My time is up. I wish I, I got so much more to say. Y'all come back Wednesday. But it goes differently for the different. It pays to live holy. On the one end, you look silly. But on the other end, you're celebrated. Tell your neighbor, I'm about to go from silly to celebrated. Say it. I look silly in high school. Wearing my suits every day, but now I'm celebrating. All right, let me do this. I'm gonna end it. Your holiness, your difference will serve to be your protection. I said your silliness, I mean holiness will serve to be your protection. And y'all still looking at me like I'm crazy. And maybe I am. Moses, I can't explain all this because I'm going to let y'all go. Plus I got to go to a dinner. So anyway, Moses was different from birth. All Hebrew children, male childrens, were being killed. Moses' mother hit him because she saw that he was different. Read it, read it. She looked and said, this boy is special and different. So she hid him for three months until she couldn't hide him anymore. And then she put him in a little ark, a little basket, and put him in a Nile River. The king ordered that all male children were to be killed and thrown into the Nile River. So where his peers were dying, he was floating. I feel like y'all not hearing nothing I'm saying. <laughs> where 
You're about to float in the areas that other people, never mind, never mind, never mind. Can you imagine him floating over other people's bodies? Can you imagine being holy and different, being ashamed of it in one season, but floating in the next? Pharaoh's wife saw this basket as Moses' sister was following from the Nile River. She's going through the bushes. She's looking at her brother. I got too many dogs, y'all can tell, right? Every time I go home, they stop playing. We in church. She saw him. She grabbed him and said, oh, my Lord, this is a Hebrew. Well, one of the maid servants, excuse me, it wasn't Pharaoh's wife, said, this is a Hebrew child. Took him to the kingdom. Shall we get a Hebrew woman to raise this child? Do so. Went back and called his mother. And said, would you mind nursing this child for us? She said, well, by all means. Because when you're different... Things go differently for you. She raised her own child and got paid to do it. Why is it so quiet at live? Are you hearing what I'm saying? When you do it God's way, favor. Favor. Moses' name means drawn out. Drawn out. Holy. Separated. Come out from among them. Drawn out. Moses is raised in, y'all know this story, right? Okay, he's raised in Pharaoh's house. He kills somebody. He runs away because people start finding out about it. I'm really paraphrasing, so come back Wednesday, we'll break it down. He kills somebody. He runs away. 40 years, he's in the wilderness. God visits him in a burning bush. All right, y'all know this. The suffering is over for the children of Israel. Go bring them out. He's going, all these plagues, all these plagues. I'm rushing all these plagues. God said, one more plague. I'm going to bring through the land of Egypt. One more plague. But here's what I want you to do. Oh, please come back, y'all. Let me break this down. I want you to tell my people, the children of Israel, get a lamb, sheep, or young goat. Kill it. Sprinkle the blood with some hyssop on your doorpost because I'm going to go throughout Egypt. I know we say a deaf angel, but the Bible says, I will go. Again, he's so holy. Whatever he comes close to, they ain't like him. Never mind. I will go through Egypt and devour all firstborn in every house. But for you, when I see the blood, he said, the blood will be as a token for you. And when I see the blood, I will pass over you. It's not that God doesn't know who's his own. Yeah, God knows who's his own, but God wants to see who's obedient enough to have an outward sign that there's a believer on the inside. Do you have an outward sign? Y'all, never mind. I know you love God in your heart and he knows your heart. Do you have an outward sign? God is coming through your city looking for an outward sign. He knows you're his, but why are you ashamed to put blood on your house? Why are you ashamed to pray in public? Why are you ashamed to tell everybody you love God? Why don't you have an outward sign? Come back. I wanna... He said, eat the lamb. Make sure it's enough for every household. And if it's too much for you, tell your neighbors to come over and eat it too. 
That's for all my beautiful vegans in the place. I love you all. I know the culture is leading us aggressively to being vegans. But God instructed them to eat meat. I know it's quiet because that's a culture. Let me go to this since y'all since y'all looking at me funny. Go to the seventh slide, please. The seventh slide. Yeah, yeah. Go go to the next one. Next one. Next one. Next one. Next seven. The seven. Seven. Now the Spirit speaketh expressly that in latter times, this is right now, some shall depart from the faith, listening to seducing spirits. Now, some of y'all are like, I will never listen to a seducing spirit. Seducing spirit doesn't sound like seducing spirits. That's what seduce means. It means get your attention with this, but I'm really about to do this. And they're going to listen to doctrines or ways of devils. They're going to speak lies and hypocrisy, having their conscience seared with a hot iron. Forbidding to marry. You ain't got to get married, y'all. All that, I ain't going to go into all this. And commanding, commanding to abstain from meats. Now, this is along the line with doctrines of devils and seducing spirits. Now, if it's not healthy for you, red meat and all that, I'm, come on, y'all. I'm not telling you to go again. Hey, he even said on the Passover, he said, get bread that's unleavened. Make sure there's no yeast in it. Because yeast got sugar in it. Well, anyway, they had to hurry up so they didn't have time for the bread to rise. It's too much. I can't do it. It's too much. If it ain't good for you, don't eat the meat. That's what I'm saying. But don't follow a doctrine. You know you got to. I don't have to be a vegetarian to be healthy. No, hold on. You don't have to clap. Because this, this stuff like this is sensitive. Homosexuality, this, all this stuff is very sensitive. So I don't really want a whole lot of claps. When I want y'all claps, y'all quiet. Anyway. You're not wrong for being a vegan, but we're not wrong for tearing up that steak in the matchless name of Jesus, which I'm about to do in a few minutes. I'm going to have A1 sauce on the whole left side of my face. Commanding to abstain from meats, which God created to be received. With thanksgiving of them which believe and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing to be refused if it be received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God and prayer. The sickness attached to some foods could be the lack of word and prayer over it. Don't get me wrong, I know the FDA and the FAA, they put all these chemicals and pesticides. I got it. So just stay home and eat your dead skin off your fingers then, because everything's going to have something in it. They got farmer's market, they got whole foods, they got better choices. They're injecting it with, with I got it. Well, grow your own thing then, just have some, have some, just turkeys gobbling around your house then, just. Here we go. I'm done. Everybody standing, please. Go back to slide number five. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say hallelujah. Can I hear everybody in the building say hallelujah? No, the other one, uh, the other one after this one, please. Yeah, yeah. The one before this, I'm sorry, the one before this, thank you so much. God said, I'm going through Egypt and all of the firstborn in the land of Egypt shall die. Look at the culture. Look at the culture. God is bringing judgment from the firstborn of Pharaoh that sitteth upon the throne, even until the firstborn of the maidservant that is behind the mill, and all the firstborn of the beast, and there shall be, look at this, y'all, it's going to be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt. The whole world, can you imagine turning on CNN, ABC, CBC, every channel was just, ah, devastation, ah, I can't believe it. No, there's a window. This just happened five minutes ago. All my kids are gone. I can't believe it. All my house is gone. Can you imagine? Every swipe on Instagram, destruction and devastation. I'm not threatening you. I'm just telling you, giving you context in their times. There shall be a great cry throughout all the land of Egypt. Such as there was none like it, nor shall be like it anymore. But, 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 see, but against any of the holy ones, against any of the different ones, against any of the consecrated ones, shall not a dog move his tongue against man or beast. Why not, God? That ye may know how that the Lord doth put a difference between Egypt and Israel. He's going to put a difference between his people. Let me calm down because it's the end. My difference is my protection. My holiness is my protection. My obedience is my force field. <laughs> Later on, I can't go into it. Moses gave all these instructions on how to eat and what to do and da-da-da-da-da. And he says, and don't leave the house until morning. Stay in the house. The house represents his will. The house represents his way. Look at your name and say, stay in the house. And in the house, can I say this on my, on my last, 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 last closing as I'm leaving? In the house, there's peace. Not, not even a dog is wagging his tongue. That's how quiet it is. In that house, while the whole earth is roaring, while everybody's getting sick and diseased, there's peace. There's provision. Because they all ate. I don't know why it's quiet. Oh, it's the end of the service. Okay. Peace, provision, protection. It's all in the house. <laughs> it's all in God's way. It's all in his will. The house represents God's culture, kingdom culture, his way. His way keeps you at peace. We get in relationships. Never mind. If we don't do it God's way, we have no peace, no protection. And we're confused about it, but we didn't do it God's way. Stay in the house. I charge you this week. <laughs> Please don't literally do this because you got to go to work. 
but spiritually, <laughs> I charge you to stay in the house. Stay in his will. Don't get anxious. To, don't be looking outside. Wondering when I can, uh-uh. There's death passing through outside of his way. There's nothing but death outside of his will. For the wages of sin. Come on, y'all. Be holy. Be holy and stay in the house. If you stay in the house, your life is on him. If you leave the house, your life is on you. Whose hands do you want your life in? Yours or his? If you want it in his, give God a praise in here right now. I know it's late. I know we shouted and prayed, but could we lift up a praise right here? Could y'all just thank God that you're in the house? If you're in the house, make some noise. If you're in his will and in his way, give him glory. I pray for everyone in here. If you're not saved, you're outside. Anything can hit you, a branch, a tree, a car, wrong relationship, wrong business. Somebody could slip you the wrong drink, give you the wrong smoke, slip you something through sexual activity, slip you something through conversation, just trip your mind out. Some of us are not in the house. We're not in his will. We're not in his way. We have no peace, no provision, and no protection. If you want to change that, because it's getting cold outside, it's getting dark, cold, and lonely. If you want to come in the house where there's peace, protection, and provision, you want to be saved. You're not saved today, but you want to be saved from the streets and be safe in the house. If that's you, meet me down in the front right now. If it's your father, bring your daddy down here. If it's your mother, walk them down. Meet me in the front. Just let us pray with you really quick. If you want to be saved, I want salvation. I, I know my life is better in Jesus' hands than my own hands. I want Jesus to reign in my heart. I want him to fulfill me. I want him to show me how to live. Because I'm sick. I see him coming. Y'all clap your hands. If you want to be saved today, if you want your life to be changed, oh, they leaving. Okay, no walking, please, until you, because y'all, I'm confused. I'm getting my faith energy up for y'all to just leave. Are we all saved in here? I don't like, y'all know I don't like auctioning God off. Is there one? Come on, got two. And I know other preachers call that good fishing, you know. You got to wait till they, I, 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 I can't. Do you want to change? Matter of fact, you don't have to come down to the front. Jesus never had an altar call. Maybe Zacchaeus, he said, come down, I'm coming to your house today. But Jesus just taught and said, he that have an ear, let him hear. So I say that today to you. He that has an ear, let him hear. Maybe you don't want to come up here, it's embarrassing, I don't know. But sometimes when you want change, you don't care who's looking at you. You, they can't help you anyway. But for today, for the sake of the hour, he that has an ear, let him hear. I pray change to your heart. I pray the Holy Spirit fills you in the name of Jesus. I speak salvation. Make Jesus Lord of your life. Make him lead of your life. I speak repentance. Change of thought. Change of ways. Today, Holy Spirit, infiltrate our heart. Infiltrate our minds. Infiltrate our ways. And make us more like you. In Jesus' name, clap your hands and say amen. All right, we're going home. Thanks for listening to today's message. We pray you were blessed by God's word. If you would like to partner with us so that we can continue sharing the gospel around the world, please visit livechurchorlando.com.